Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Hey, what's going on? It's Metal Shop and Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Right now I'm talking with a guy we've talked to a few times. Last time was pain in the grass, man. Seems like such a distant memory now uh, when this year of insanity. Uh, We got Joe Duplantier from Gojira. They have a new album coming out, Fortitude, April 30th. Looking forward to that. A few singles have been dropped uh, in anticipation for the record. First off, Joe, how how are you doing today, man? I'm pretty good. It's pronounced Gojira. Gojira. (laughs) I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, really looking forward to, to the album. So I, I kind of wanted to jump in and, and ask you, uh, well, I would definitely want to get to the album, but I wanted to ask about, um, so obviously there's so many negative things that this uh, pandemic has brought forth, uh, you know, the effects on the world, the effects on everyone's lives, the loss of revenue for bands and, and, yeah. and so much, but are there any positives that, have kind of been a blessing in disguise for you uh, about the past year and a couple months of, of a, a kind of a pause on, on things. Absolutely. Um, one of the, you know, the, the most positive thing for me uh, with the pandemic is right next to me as we mm-hmm. speak. Can you say hi, baby? Hi. Hey, what's up, buddy? Mm. Not much. What's your name? Oris. You like you like hanging out with your dad for the past year? It's been pretty cool, huh? Yeah, yeah Daddy was not going on tour, huh? No. Yeah, Aww. that's pretty cool. Yeah, being with my kids, that's the number one thing. Um yeah, it's pretty surreal. You know, I yeah. was I was uh, what was on the horizon for me with the band growing and this insane activity was to never ever hang out with my kids in the summer yeah. because especially in the summer he's gone now mm-hmm. especially in the summer um, it's a bunch of festivals you know mm-hmm. and it, it's um, it's exhausting and it's, it's never ending it's relentless every time we're like okay maybe this summer we could take a break and yeah. there's always an offer that guys this is the biggest offer we've ever had in our career <laughs> and it keeps us going yeah and it pushes us back on the road because we're not you know bill gates over here or mm-hmm. should I say elon musk over here our wallet so we have to work we have to get to work and go on tour and it would take the only thing that could you know prevent us from going out on the road is a i don't know something like a global pandemic mm-hmm. and guess what it happened so yep. 
So I took it as a, okay, this is your chance, buddy, to be, to be home. So try to be a good dad. I don't know if I uh, succeeded. Was I a good dad, Oris? Yeah. He says, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, with your kids then hanging around with them, um, a lot more and being around them. What do they think of dad's crazy music? They, I think the, the, uh, the embrace, you're not going to get him back on the microphone. Forget about it. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, the, I think they embrace it and there's always music around at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boy has a, a drum kit and, um, uh, my daughter's playing piano and sometimes they switch and they do a little bit of this and that. I let them approach music and instruments without too many uh, um, lessons necessarily. Yeah. Plus we're traveling a lot. We're traveling uh, family. Our home is in New York, but mm-hmm. in the summer we relocate in Europe usually for at least a month while daddy's doing the European festival. So I get a chance to see them one day or two. So we travel a lot. They, uh, they see a lot of... Um, um, different places. They have family in Lithuania, in France, in the States. Um, I try to take them on tour sometimes, but anyway, they're exposed to music and to yeah. traveling. And yeah, I, I, I like to think it's, to think it's inspiring for, for them, not only, um, difficult because it is difficult to sometimes quit school before it's over or uh, uh, move like that in the summer and then come back and um, yeah I think they understand they're starting to grasp that their dad is in a band and it's not everybody that is in a band when they were younger they would uh, ask their friends and you what band are your dad in (laughs) that's amazing and, and the, the kids would be like, my dad doesn't have a band. What's a band? And they're like, what? Your yeah. dad doesn't have a band? Is it a real dad? <laughs> but now they start to understand that it's not everybody that has a band. Fair enough. That, I, I, I never really thought about it like that, but you would totally just see because they don't know anything else. So that's just, they're, all dads are in bands. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, not true, but I remember clearly. I remember. um so this album uh fortitude coming out april 30th a crazy time for an album to come out but it's also i mean there's been so many good records that come out during the pandemic um and and you know we're starting to kind of come out of it it looks like you know touring might resume in the fall or whatnot hopeful um was this an album did you guys record this during this pandemic or was it worked on before or uh tell me about that yeah it was worked on before okay yeah, we were actually um, uh, starting to mix when the pandemic uh, sort of happened in March yeah. last year. Um, we were three songs in when everything started to shut down oh. and it was, the ma- it was the massive freak out. And I'm like, oh boy, two years of hard work and anticipation. And, mm-hmm. and you know, um, you know, we were so... Uh, fragile in a way when we're about to finish you know uh, because it's you it's still time to change some stuff yeah, until yeah. You know, everything accelerates and and that's when we feel also oh this is it this is our album and then what about oh we didn't do anything like this and like that and maybe at, at the at mixing we could do this and that mm-hmm. so really on our toes with the album and starting to mix and super um uh, excited to work with andy wallace who mixed the album yeah um, we were producing it. We were living and breathing with this album for two years and then sent it to someone. Ah, goodbye, you. 
and 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 very scared of the first uh to be honest of the first version you never know what you're going to get are we going to hate it are we going to love it and turned out we loved it right away and it was organic and everything we wanted to hear That's awesome um, but then after three songs the studio shut down in miami that's where Andy was mixing. And I was about to jump on a plane to join him for the more intricate part of the album. I wanted to be there as a producer to, to make sure everything was up to code uh, in our Gojira language, in our Gojira world. And yeah. I was looking forward to, you know, sitting next to Andy and, and, and have this experience. And fortunately, I was not going anywhere. Uh, all the planes were grounded. Part of me was, I was devastated but also excited to be like, okay, forced to be home yeah. and I'll just mix, you know, from a distance. Uh, so yeah, to a long answer for um, uh, a short question. No, we didn't do it during pandemic, but it only affected um, the following steps, which were the making of the videos and yeah. the whole rollout. Okay. What song we release first now, not Amazonia. That's not going to work. People are not going to about the Amazon when they have to worry about their lives. Let's release another world. And let's pretend it's not a single, by the way. Yes. It was a whole new, a different strategy. Okay. Well, you know, you, you, you mentioned Amazonia and that's an incredible album and has such a deep, profound, like uh, meaning behind the, the uh, song. And I was curious because Gojira, you guys have always been a band that's not afraid to tackle like very heavy, you know, whether it be like sociopolitical things. Um, do you know ahead of time that you want to write a song about this or is it like the music that inspires you or, you know, do you have like this, you know, kind of idea, like I want to make a song about, you know, uh, whales, you know, the, uh, the killing of the whales, or do you have a, you know, um, the sea shepherd or do you, you know, Amazonia, or is it all kind of organic? It's organic, to be honest. You know, I, um, um, I don't separate things. You know, we have conversations within the band, uh, mostly with my brother. We're pretty close. We talk about, you know, the state of the world and how we feel about it while, you know, cooking for our families or, you know, um, doing our things, you know, we have, we, we're watching documentaries, we're reading books. We, uh, uh, listen to music. Um, I read a bit of poetry and, you know, whatever we have thoughts and, uh, opinions about the world. And then we get together. Oh, let's play. We don't really plan what we're going to play or what, mm -hmm. what, where are we going? But when, once we're in the room, we're very intense, very into the music, very concentrated, uh, when I jam with my brother alone, we're just like staring at each other. I'm on my guitar. I'm just staring at him and he's staring at me and we're like, okay, you like this? Yeah, I like this. Okay, let's keep going. All this without words, you know, just looking at each other and sometimes, oh, dude, this riff feels like an ocean or something, a wave. Uh, it's funny. I was, uh, you know, thinking to write something about the ocean. Can you imagine? 70% of the globe is just water. Wow, that's sick. By the way, our, our body is 70% water too. Oh, mind blown. Okay. <laughs> I, I go home and I start, look, I did this lyric. You know what I mean? Like dudes just, you know, talking and uh, wandering and, and wandering and wandering and wandering. And, uh, and things happen. And then we're like, oh, cool. What a cool object. Yeah. 
just did. There's no master plan. There's no like, okay, first we're going to decide we're going to take over the world or we're going to be super political or this or that. You know what I mean? It's all organic. It just happens. But I'm happy because it reflects who we are as individuals. We're not going to just because I'm feeling in a, um, you know, how can I say this? A sports car mood. What? I'm <laughs> right about a sports car race. And oh, oops, that happened. Okay, I guess uh, there's going to be a song about sports cars. No, that's not going to happen. You know what I mean? It's sort oh, of. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sort of reflects our interests, our center of interest, and our um, worries about the world and our uh, ideas and all that. All right. Right on, man. And, and, uh, on the subject of, you know, those, those subjects and whatnot, and in the department of redundancy department, are, are there any like resources or causes or nonprofits that you personally would like to shine a light on in this conversation? Uh, I mean, this one is already, uh, sort of famous, uh, it's Sea Shepherd Conservation Society. And since I'm talking to someone from Seattle, yes. uh, it's sort of a home for Sea Shepherd, not Seattle per se, but close to Seattle. Northwest, right? yeah. Yep, yep. So, um, you know, I, I want to say, check out these guys. Don't listen to the haters. The haters is going to hate. Some mm -hmm. people call them tourists, terrorists. Um, it's not true, buddy. Don't uh, believe everything you hear. These guys are my heroes. Paul Watson is my personal hero. Um, better than Superman, better, better than Batman. Um, this guy's, this guy's ded dedicating his life, his entire life to protecting the oceans for all of us. He's, um, um, you know, you know, this expression, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Oh yeah. Of course, because you're an American, but as a Frenchman, I have to think about it when, as I'm saying it. Mm -hmm. uh, my lawyer told me this is uh, one of the best sayings in America. And uh, that's what Paul Watson is doing right here. Yep. There's international laws that protect oceans and regulations. Uh, 75 uh, of the biggest countries of the world signed this uh, treaty or this thing we all agree okay there's almost no whales left should we kill the last whales or should we try to you know leave them alone everybody agreed yes let's leave them alone uh but the problem is there is no enforcement for these laws lazy ladies and gentlemen so what paul watson and his friends are doing is they're they're merely making sure these laws are applied and uh, respected and if they're not they will talk to the people that are breaking these precious laws, talking about useful laws. That's one of them, protecting minorities and protecting animals. Uh, so all they do is just, you know, raise the alarm and say, hey, there's no police here, but we're here. And they work with donations only. So Sea Shepherd Conservation Society is definitely, uh, you know, um, helping and doing something constructive for this, uh, for this humanity. Uh, another thing I, I could talk about, and this is pretty obvious if, if you're following what we're doing, is uh, uh, Amazonia, the, the Operation Amazonia, as we call it, around the release of that uh, single that was yeah. released a month ago. Uh, we're, we're trying to... Um, we're not just trying, we're doing it, man. Mm -hmm. uh, 250,000, or I should say a quarter of a million um, was raced already to That's support so awesome. 
yeah, to support uh, the indigenous tribes of the Amazon forest. Um, they're badass people. They're awesome people. They, they live in the forest with nature. They don't pollute. They don't harm anybody, anything. They hunt a little. As a vegan, you know, I'm against hunt, hunting. I'm not against hunting when it comes to to the Amazon tribes because they live in a you know primitive way and they have yeah. a respectful way of uh, taking the life of an animal. If they hunt in a specific area of the forest, they will hunt one time and then they going to disappear from this area for months mm-hmm. so nature can can re, can become confident again and not be scared of humans and then they come back and they do it with respect and they know how to plant trees they know all the frogs and their uh properties they some of them are poisonous some of them have this little thing on their back that can cure disease that is actually used in in modern science uh they know the plants they know all the tricks and they know uh, what's needed in this area and all of a sudden they see you know machinery coming and de- devastating uh, the forest with you know blind the blindness the brutality of uh you know what we know as our modern society and um these guys can uh protect the forest if we give them the means and if we give them cameras to film these uh attacks at night mm-hmm. infrared cameras if we help them with their the fight against covid and so we decided to help them um we created this thing donation charity it's on right now it's live right now uh awesome. so is still going for for two weeks or a week and a half it's almost over we'll continue to to um, raise money for uh, the amazon indigenous people this thing is happening for a whole month we're a little more than halfway in uh, please go check out on our website gojiramusic.com there is a link to the site propeller who's an activism site um who's uh, helping us to gather money and and, and uh, give it to the people that will make a difference for the amazon forest the uh indigenous own ngo called apib apb as they say uh, all the information is on our website you can buy incredible instruments from famous musicians like slash ab cunningham from the deaf tones that's awesome and so and so on it's i cannot believe we put this together with a few phone calls it was actually actually a lot of work to put yeah. it together but the fun part was to contact all our friends mm-hmm. friends some of them are not you know we're not super close but we met a few times and we know they appreciate us and like hey would you give something and they're like yes sir everybody answered pos- positively to that so cool yeah that's so, using your platform for real change. That is really, you know, something to commend, dude. That is that's exceptional. Thank you, thank you very much. It's more impressive than it looks like because after all, it's a drop in the ocean. But I believe in drops because the ocean is made of drops, and we can have an impact and, and inspire people. And if somebody uh, is starting to work out in the neighborhood, maybe the neighbor is going to be inspired and start to work out. Yeah. Also. You know, you change your diet and your your next thing you know, your girlfriend's changing her diet mm-hmm. and your parents or your cousins. Well, drops in the ocean are everything. So we all drops, but let's be amazing drops. I like that, man. Thank you uh, for that. And you're, you're inspiring me. 
So I'm going to definitely check out your website and, and again, gojiramusic.com to check that out. Um, and definitely some cool stuff you can get from that too, as well as helping out. It sounds like, so, um, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time today. I do have one stupid question. So it's a very heavy subject. I want to ask a stupid question. We've asked you in the past, we've interviewed you like two or three times. We've asked you your favorite albums, so-and-so, but I was curious, you know, metal t-shirts and band t-shirts are a big thing in the world of metal and rock. What was your yeah. first band t-shirt you ever purchased as a kid? Oh, I used to do my own t-shirts uh, by hand because I was nice. broke. And my yeah. parents broke. I, I believe I did an Iron Maiden t-shirt. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I, I, I lost it. But uh, that a t-shirt that I bought, you know, I remember being a massive massive metallica addict and it was uh, watching all their videos and uh um the one year and a half in the life of metallica and, mm -hmm. and all that stuff and and be uh, i would be dreaming to open for metallica and stuff i was drawing that logo everywhere and i think i had to wait until i was 30 something to finally own a metallica shirt yeah i was broke <laughs> most of my life also i grew up in a you know tiny little village in the southwest of france where you couldn't find a shirt mm -hmm. anyway i was not very connected and i was not we were not part of the scene um damn it's crazy i can't even remember what what my first shirt was because i don't think i had any when i was a kid it was just much later but that's so, so that's so cool that you designed your own that's way more badass <laughs> Yeah, now and now I can say it is, but back in the day, I'm like, ugh, I have to do it. Myself. <laughs> I'd love to see those, man. I'd love to see those. But um, okay, man. So uh, last question for you, and uh, you know, it could be you know today, tomorrow. Just what's one thing right now that you're looking forward to? Huh. Well, uh, I gotta say. Um, I want to play a show, man. Yeah. In front of a bunch of people and, uh, let it loose, mm -hmm. you know, and then, and, you know, play these songs we've been, uh, yes. taking care of, uh, for all these years. They're not, they're not, they will not be complete until we play them live. So I can't wait for that. And then another thing is, uh, a vacation. Yes. And, uh, stop thinking about, uh, everything <laughs> right now. I'm, I'm pretty overwhelmed with, uh, the work and the release and it's good or good overwhelm. Um, but still, I think I need a vacation with my family, simple vacation. Just, just relax and drink a cocktail every five minutes, <laughs> every five minutes. I like that, man. Right on. <laughs> I also look forward to that. And I also definitely look forward to go. Go. I'm sorry. Go. Shira. <laughs> No, there's many ways to say it. I don't know how to say it myself. It was just go Jaira, go Jaira, yeah, yeah. I look Good. forward to seeing you guys live again, and then also again the album coming out April 30th. That's next week. Um, you can uh, stream, you can pre-order, you can do anything. Just listen to the music and uh, go to gojiramusic.com for the support the Amazon um, efforts. And any final words for the Northwest and Seattle audience before we let you go, Joe? You know, I have a thing for Seattle. I have to say, uh, what is this venue we played? Uh, Corazon, El Corazon. El Corazon. Yeah, that was a few years ago. That was that's a great yeah. Venue. I think we 
we played three times or yep. four times in that venue. And I remember specifically at some point I got scared because the, 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 the crowd was jumping and the, the whole freaking floor was moving mm-hmm. trampoline or something. And, and it was a bit scary, but I loved it. I loved it. And, and, it, more than that, Seattle represents so much, you know, uh, for music and, and mm-hmm. for, uh, um, I don't know, uh, alternative thinking. I, I love Seattle. You know, I love Seattle. Please say hi to Seattle for me. Hi, and Seattle. Hi, Seattle. And yeah. if you live in Seattle, you can consider yourself a lucky person because it's a beautiful place to be, I find. Awesome, man. Well, I very much appreciate you you taking the time to do this. And uh, now go enjoy some time with your family. And we look forward to the album. Thank you so much, man. All right. You Thank too. you. Take care of yourself. You too, man. I'll talk to you later, Joe. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.